How do you make sex more intimate? What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with America's sex educator, Dr. Sanjaya. So the sex situation we're getting into today is all about strategies to make sex more intimate, more connected, more good feeling and divine. And to help us dive deep into this issue, I am super excited to have Po Hong Yu with us today. Po is a spiritual guide, somatic healer, plant medicine facilitator, and self-intimacy teacher. She guides people in their process of healing, embodiment, expansion, and creation. And we know you all are about creating those ultimate sexual experiences. Now, the foundation of Poe's teaching are based in Taoism, energetics, and the practice of surrendering to the divine flow of life with consciousness and receptivity. Her experience as an acupuncturist brings a holistic approach to her work where she integrates the physical, emotional, mental, and energetic realms. You hear me, y'all? Poe does a lot of different things that can align your sexual intentions with the way that your body moves, the way that your brain processes. And um, personally, I believe if you work with Poe, it's going to lead to mm, some more O's. Thank you, Poe, for being here today. I'm super excited to get you. I so enjoyed the introduction, and I'm getting all kind of flustered with your orgasmic energy. Uh, well, you do it for me, Poe. What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> Thank you for having me here. Oh, I'm so excited. And the reason why I'm excited to have you here, because I consider you a sexual healer. Despite the fact that you have many different skills that can address different areas where people need to heal... I'm focused on sex, and I know that a lot of people want to have better sex, but they've had life experiences or maybe brain experiences, belief systems that they were raised in that are somehow acting as limitations to helping them achieve like their ultimate sexual potential. And I think working with you can really help people undress, say, take those layers of limitations off so they can be okay being naked, and I don't mean naked physically, but I do mean naked physically, so they can be okay with themselves expressing sexuality and feeling that it's, it is all good when they're connecting with someone else. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you do that or how you help women heal Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when you say naked, it's so appropriate because it is about being vulnerable, naked emotionally, as well as physically. And one of the practices that I recommend to all the women that are desiring to connect deeper with their body, with their sex and their sensuality, is to do mirror work. And let me tell you, It is so powerful. It's not like that cheesy, like, 
I love you. And that it, yeah, you talk like that, but it's more rooted and deeply connected to who you are, like really seeing yourself, your soul, and your body naked as you are, loving the parts that you see, and also making amends to the body that you have judged. So there's all these ways that we can use the mirror to deepen our connection and intimacy with ourself. And as a result, then your connection and intimacy with your partner or partners or lovers increases. Absolutely. And I love that you said mirror work. But I am going to be honest, when you said mirror work, I was like, exactly. Every woman should put a mirror down in her vagina and open up her legs and look at her lips. So I'm glad that you actually expanded on that. And it's more than just that. I was thinking like, you know, the simple Gwyneth Paltrow goop. Let's all look at our vaginas. And that's good, too, because because your vagina is beautiful and you should know what your vulva and your vagina look like. And learn to love that as well. But I like what you're saying. Mirror work does have some elements. It's like positive reinforcement. You are beautiful. You may not have felt comfortable with certain parts of your body or sharing different parts of your body with someone in a sexual experience. But what I hear you saying is that mirror work can help you overcome those barriers so that you can get naked and enjoy it. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of women hold so much shame in their bodies from past traumas or just from collective information and narratives that they've received, right? And I do also facilitate mirror work with their pussy as well. So that is part of it. So it's really about seeing yourself truly with love-filtered eyes. And in that process, there's a dissolving of the the beliefs that you're talking about and those judgments and there's an openness and a softness that happens and that softness is such an important piece of having good sex because that means you're receptive and all about you know when I talk about Taoism I focus a lot about yin which is the feminine energy which is receptivity, surrendering, allowing, and that's really what it's about. I love that. And this conversation has actually come up recently. I was talking with my friend who's a psychologist, and he was saying what's really missing in a lot of women today are those soft edges. Being able to feel comfortable being vulnerable and being soft and feeling exposed and being okay, just being okay with that. And so often, I know in the workplace, we got to be all hard and masculine and all of these other things that are necessary to get equal compensation in a world that doesn't see women as equal. But in an intimate situation, I do know that it is better when people can be soft and when they can be vulnerable. And what is it? Like one in three women has experienced some sort of sexual trauma. So I would say even higher than that. Absolutely. I, I was absolutely. in a room of like hundreds of women and the first question she asked was every woman who has experienced sexual abuse stand up. It was literally almost every single woman and I had chills because it's far more than we even realize. Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. So let's talk a little bit about 
for example, a case to give an example. So if a woman has experienced some sort of sexual trauma, maybe she is a survivor of rape or she is a survivor of some sort of a disease um, that has somehow impacted her sexual functioning, maybe she experiences sexual pain um, or just really dyspareunia when the whole vulva vaginal region just shuts down. Um, with the idea of sex, I, I call it like the garage door goes down. So having sex is like a car is trying to actually drive through a closed garage door. Ouch. Exactly. So talk about some of the healing strategies you might use with a woman like that who says, I don't even know how to experience pleasure. I'm not sure I can have an orgasm. I, I, I've had some trauma. Can you tell us a little about how you might approach someone like that? Absolutely. So the way I work is holistically, as you mentioned at the beginning. And so that means in this kind of situation, we approach it from two different angles. One is doing the alchemy work, the healing work with the trauma. And I do all kinds of somatic healing, but one especially that I focus on is inner child work. And really going into experiences that are ready to be healed so that you can transmute that energy because trauma lives in the body. It lives in the nervous system. It lives in your cellular membranes. And so it's really critical to do that kind of work on a bodily somatic level. So you got to address the pain aspect. And then on the other side, we do self-pleasuring, like and self-pleasuring mm. looks all kinds of ways. It can be literally, you know, playing with your pussy, but it could just be dancing sensually, you know, right. as you look at yourself in the mirror or something like that. It really is about on each in, in each each way you meet yourself where you are. So it's never about going past your boundaries. It's where are you now and where can you meet yourself in your healing and in your pleasure expansion. So yeah, touching yourself, really allowing yourself to be present with your body, not just doing the quote unquote act and trying to just get off, right? Right. Not saying I mean, orgasm, I love you know, orgasming. I love climaxing. And sometimes I will just do it just to get off. But there's a, a process where we can just touch ourselves and feel the sensations moment by moment without an attachment to the outcome. Right. And that in itself expands your capacity to feel and to feel, if you expand your capacity to feel pain and capacity to feel pleasure, then it expands your capacity to feel all the goodness. Mm, I love that. And I, I love it because you're talking about all of these sexual aspects that are not necessarily uh, leading to an orgasm. So often we're very one minded in sex. It's like, I must come. Yes. This is the point of sex. I must come. Right. But. I remind people so often that the orgasm is actually the culmination of desire. How long can you expand that desire? And when we are skilled in different ways to keep the desire alive, living for a while in us, then that's when we really can, we can optimize our sexual pleasure because 
desire can last for days, hours, you know, desire and orgasm, wham, bam, you're done. Mm -hmm. But the desire part is what's really, really important. And it also helps in relationships where someone might be dealing with a partner who can't get an erection, for example. But there's so many other things you can do. Oh, my gosh. Are you, you know, an orgasm is not based on an erect penis. There's tons of other things that you can do. So I really like what I've heard you say is you can do some mirror work. There's inner child work. And there's learning how to pleasure your own pussy and learning what feels good to you. Yeah. And I would add one more piece, which is a very foundational part of my work, which is feeling sensation. And anywhere in your body. Mm. A lot of people are so disconnected and disassociated from their body. That was me because I have experienced multiple rapes as a teenager. So this has been my process. And I couldn't even feel my sensations in my body for a long time until I actually practiced it over years and years and years. So the more we allow ourselves to actually feel just the subtle sensations in our everyday life changes how we experience pleasure and how we experience connection and intimacy. It's something that a lot of people don't talk about because it's so, it's so subtle and it's so in the undercurrents. But I just want to bring voice to that piece because it, this realm of energetics is so crucial in my experience to being embodied. Right, right. That is very, very cool. Very cool. And... Um, especially I think it's great that Poe is sitting here as a role model. I know a lot of women have experienced sexual trauma. And let me tell you, I met Poe at a party, and she's a sexy-ass woman, okay? <laughs> she invites sexual energy, like, to her. It was like, I was, it, it was like a magnet. I just went over to her. <laughs> um, so I love that she really exudes a level, for me, of, like, sexy joy, like, she's a joyful, sexy person. That's the presentation that you get when you meet with Poe. So I know there may be people who are listening who have had similar past experiences, and I want you to know there are people like Poe who not only have survived it and come out on top, <laughs> but she's developed processes to help other people. And I think that's what's super cool when we can turn, you know, our shitty ass bag of lemons into a really, uh, fuck that lemonade, a margarita. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, a very, very, very cool. Now, something that's also really interesting to me is you have expertise in facilitating plant-based medicine. So could plant-based medicine be used as a healing modality for someone who wants to have more intimate experiences or more connected sexual experiences? Oh, my God, yes. Um, plant medicine is so profound and magical, and it works on the cellular level. Um, I call psilocybin a somatic and cellular surgeons. They literally go into your system and know exactly what it is that you need in order to heal, where you are blocked, um, where in your nervous system you need to release things. It allows you to let go and tr transmute these energies that are living in your body that are keeping you 
like in a box essentially. And then there's it's just a game changer. You literally are open up to this next level of expansion. Wow. Yeah. And wow. so you just set the intention of what you desire. And if what you desire is more intimacy and deeper connections in sex, that is something that the medicine, which has consciousness, wow, brings to you. That is incredible. So when we talk about intimacy and deeper connection, can you use some different words to help like men understand what we're talking about because intimacy I hear a lot of my girlfriends use it and I think it's a word women feel free can use freely um and connection but what do you mean by intimacy and connection yeah so it's presence essentially if I had to boil it down it's like can you be in this moment feeling yourself and also feeling the other person, being open to feeling. That's really essentially what it means to me. Right, right. Are you open to feeling this person with you in this moment? Right. Not just their body, but their energy. Yes. And receiving them and all that they come with all of their loving good vibes because hopefully that's all that they're bringing to the experience yeah. leaving the other stuff out the door but um and also you know if there's emotions that come up right that's connection and intimacy too I remember having um, making love for the first time in my 40s by the way so it took me quite some time um, Poe looks 22, by the way. Okay, I'm going to give her 24. When she just said in my 40s, I'm like, okay. I'm 47. Wow. Mm. So, you know, I, I share this because I know there's a lot of women out there that are that were like me or are like how I was in that I was afraid to let go and to be in that deeper level of connection during sex. I mean, eye contact was scary for me. I was... I, I was like the queen of BDSM and kink, you know, like I, no problem. I could be kinky, right. but making love like slow fucking and like eye contact, that was my taboo. And so when that happened and I, you know, like I felt so many emotions and felt so vulnerable, it was really powerful for me to experience that. And so when I bring that up because intimacy and connection can look all kinds of ways, you know, it can be crying because you're just feeling like your heart and pussy are just cracked the fuck open in that moment and you haven't let somebody feel or see you in that spot before right right and when you were talking about um the bdsm and being able to do different types of sexual acts with no problems i think that's really common that a lot of people are out there doing what i call performative sex it's like you know you're doing you're 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 doing it right and you're doing it good but it's not you're not really present you're performing actually a role of what you think is good and in doing that we lose out on the opportunity to have that really close connection with someone who we're experiencing sex with yeah i was that person i was performing and actually i would 
a lot of times before I really surrendered in BDSM because there is a way to be completely surrendered and connected in that kind of sex. But before I entered that, I was always trying to dom men. It was my way of trying to have control and not allow myself to fully receive and feel what's possible. You know, it was it was all performative at that time. Um, but I do want to say that like, Kink and BDSM was also part of my healing process too. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's 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 all really uh fruitful and I knew for me inside that I really needed to open up to making love and letting somebody in even deeper. Right, right. Wow. Now, can we talk a little bit about acupuncture, how acupuncture might be used as a strategy? to help with sexual healing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people, actually no one's ever come to me for that for for acupuncture. (laughs) But I I really believe that because the meridians that are running through your body, these energetic meridians, if there's a blockage, then it can keep you disconnected from yourself. And so when you do acupuncture, it allows this opening to happen, this movement of energy. And so it can absolutely help you support you in that way. And it also relieves stress and anxiety and depression or sleeping issues and all these foundational pieces. If you allow it to, to, to dissipate, then you could become more open to more intimacy. Awesome. Awesome. And good sex does relieve a lot of those issues, but good sex. So if you get your acupuncture, then you can get better sleep and, all experience all those good benefits and good sex has a lot of those benefits as well so you can get a double duty uh-huh now if someone wanted to work with you pow poe excuse me i'm gonna say i know pow pow now if someone wanted to work with you poe if there's a listener out there who does want some sexual healing how do they get in touch with you they can go to my website, Dao of Poe. That's T A O O F P O dot com. I also have a podcast called Dao of Poe, and I talk about sex. I talk about healing. I talk about spirituality. I talk about all kinds of topics and energetics. So they can reach out to me or Instagram my name. What's your Instagram handle? Um, it's pohong dot u p o h o n g dot y u. And. I I don't really um, do a lot of referrals, but I do think that if you're a person out there who does want to feel deeper sexual connections, who wants more intimacy during your sexual experiences, and who is into alternative pathways to get there, I highly recommend reaching out to Poe. I've known her for a while now, and I know a lot of people who also know her, and the reviews are out, people. She's good. Real, real good. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't even done her yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us today, Poe. I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to have you back. For those of you who are still wondering, what is plant-based medicine? Does she mean smoking weed? That's not what we mean. And we're going to have Poe come back, and we're going to talk exactly about what she does with plant-based medicine to help you have some better sex. Mm. All right, you guys, you know what time it is. It is time for your climax when I give you a little something, something to remember about how Poe can help you have Mo-O's. One, a lot of women have experienced trauma 
and it does interfere with their sexual experiences, women who have experienced trauma and want to have better sex, I am here to tell you that Poe can help you do it. Two, there are so many strategies that can be used, including plant-based medicine, mirror work, uh, pussy touching and looking, and all the other things Poe said. So don't you worry. If one strategy doesn't work, there is another one that you want to try. You only live once, so having good sex is something we should all try to aim for. I hope that you share this show with someone who you love or someone who you know needs to hear it. You are not alone out there on your journey to have better sex. For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, check me out on all the social media platforms. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and even TikTok. What you waiting for, boo? I know you want to link up with me. I am Dr. Sanjaya, and I had so much fun chatting you up today and talking with my girl Poe about how you can have better sex, more intimate sex, more connected sex by healing all of your sexual hangups. Thank you so much for listening to Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. My Uber driver lost his mind the other day, but he blamed me. He said I smelled so good he became too excited to drive. This man actually pulled over to get himself together. And he refused to drive until I told him the name of my fragrance. Then he bought three bottles before driving again. I know Sen's body oil makes men crazy, but that Uber ride should be free. What's your sense story?